once again to week five, or I guess not week five, but episode five. True. Um, we, took, top we, we took a little hiatus last week. It's that is true. We uh, we were not we weren't here last week. We were not. I don't know <laughs> what was our excuse. I was out of town till Wednesday. That's true. But true. I don't know if that was our excuse. That's an excuse. We'll use it. Yeah. I mean, we, we said we'd try to do weekly, maybe bi-weekly if, you know, a situation arises. But there's not too many people to upset. and But there's even fewer who have listened to uh, all five episodes so far. But we're coming back at you with another one. So welcome back. Um, welcome we back. I was just going to say, if... There is every week that you guys are missing our podcast. We have four whole other episodes besides this one that you can you can listen to in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Especially check out last week's episode, which I think was my favorite episode to record. I felt like there was a lot of good, a lot of good conversation. I um, thought so too. Yeah. Quick editor's note: um, for those of you on Apple Podcasts, for some reason the episode is titled "Versus Everyone." When I clearly titled it as top versus everyone. <laughs> but for some reason, it took the top out. Um, if you look for it on Spotify, it has the correct title. I just don't know why Apple Podcasts took it out. Maybe I'm thinking maybe it censored it, but that wouldn't make sense because you know, that's the title of the podcast. So. <laughs> it's just a, an early April Fool's joke. It's a mystery. So, yeah, make sure to check out the last episode. Um Toppers, everybody, we got in some good uh, good debates about some verses, but wanted to do a quick goal update. Uh, the very first episode we ever did, we talked about uh, New Year's resolutions. I just wanted to update you, Tama, and anyone else who's listening. I have been doing better. I have read six chapters of a book so far this year. Nice. There you go. Which, which, in case anyone forgot, especially me, my uh, New Year's resolution was to read at least a chapter every month and last year i didn't read hardly at all because you know outside of like college textbooks and like you know studying stuff i didn't read anything for fun so i'm doing better at that i just wanted to do a little update it's good it's good to hear mm-hmm. all right we got some uh, got some interesting things to talk about this week do you want to kickstart anything do you got anything to say or do you want to just jump into it well i just want to say I don't know. I actually don't have anything. <laughs> I was getting really excited. I thought you <laughs> I was I was hoping I was hoping something would jump to my brain to my brain that I'd be able to say, but nothing did. Well, we wanted to start I wanted to start off at least this week with a a new a new quiz segment. We had a uh, jumping around uh, as you know, we talk a lot about Marvel uh on this podcast and Tama is undeniably more knowledgeful than I am in uh, Marvel, so I wanted to put his uh, his skills to the test by asking him a couple a couple tricky Marvel questions. I've got five of them prepared, and I want to see how good he really is. Uh oh, I'm scared. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Okay, so I've got five questions that I definitely didn't just steal from you. <laughs> okay starting off i've got a question from the incredible hulk 
So that's a throwback. But that is, is going to that be, is a throwback. This is going to be impressive to see if you can get this one. Although this one shouldn't be too hard. In the Incredible Hulk, in the end credits scene, what does Tony tell Thaddeus Ross? Does he tell him that he has a nice suit, something like that? I can, that give, the... you, I can give you multiple choice if you. Need okay, it. yeah. Um, yeah, give me multiple choice. Okay, A, that he wants to study the Hulk. B, that he knows about Shield. C, that they are putting together a team. Or D, that Thaddeus owes him money. Oh yeah, it would be C. You are. Correct. Oh, good. I know there's also the line where he talks about, like, somebody says nice suit, then the other says touche. Like a little Iron Man reference because the suit of armor. Uh-huh. You always wear such nice suits. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. All right, I got another one from an old movie. I got a question from Captain America, the first Avenger. This one, this one, even I don't, I didn't even know this one, so... Where does Peggy tell Steve she wants to meet him for a dance before he plunges into the ice? Can I get the options? <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm trying to see if you know this off the top of your head, but hey, I'll give you. So A, the Cotton Club. B, the Stork Club. C, El Morocco. Or D, the Copacabana. Is it the A? The Cotton Club incorrect oh no what was it it was the stork club the stork club what the heck close 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 but that's also that's a, that's a hard one i didn't even know that existed yeah i don't know okay Probably some sort of 40s reference here's here's one i know you can get iron man 3 what is the name of the little boy tony befriends while stranded Oh, it's Harley. <laughs> yep. Took me a sec. I always mix it up with like, I always change the L for a V sometimes. I'm like, is it Harley or is it Harvey? Like, because they're both like names and they're uh-huh. both very similar. And so I always mix. I, that's why it took me a sec. Yeah, I know. I I, I, didn't even, I, I always forget about that kid. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Here's one from one of the movies I like the most, and I think you also agree with that. Guardians of the Galaxy. What were the three items Rocket claims he needs in order to escape the prison? He needs... Um... Do I have to give like the exact name? Because I know there's like the wristband, like the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that, that, yeah, that works. Like the security... Bar- I don't know what they call it, but that thing, the battery, mm-hmm. and that guy's leg. Correct. An Amulex battery, is that the name? It's just a security band. A ba- no, the Amulex batteries are the things in the beginning of the the second one. Yeah, I know that, but like, I thought I heard a reference somewhere else when I was watching one of the movies and I was surprised. Hmm. Then maybe? I'm not sure. I'll do a quick look up. Okay. A Cornex battery. Oh. Pretty similar names. Okay. Doctor Strange. 
final question. So far, you've got four out of the five correct. What type of doctor is Stephen Strange? How specific does it want me want me to be? What are the What are the options it gives? The options are neurosurgeon, cardiothoracic surgeon, trauma surgeon, and plastic surgeon. Well, he's a neurosurgeon. Correct. Because I was just going to say surgeon, but I guess I want very specific. Yeah. Oh, I got a bonus question if you want it. Oh, yeah, I'll take it. Okay, this this one is really hard. I don't even I don't even know the answer to this one. In Thor Ragnarok, what is Valkyrie's scrapper number? Oh no. I <laughs> can give you multiple choice. Yeah, give me multiple choice. Three. So A, three, B, sixteen, C, one forty two, or D two thirty two. Say those again. Three, sixteen, one forty-two, or two thirty-two. Say the last two again. One forty-two and two thirty-two. Oh no! <laughs> Come on. See, I'm getting. I'm thinking about Loki, and there's the Hunter B, whatever. And I'm like mixing it up with that. Oh, they have like yeah. a number number signification thing. Mm -hmm. Um, say it one more time. One forty two and two thirty two. Is it two thirty two? Nope. Is it one forty two? Correct. <laughs> no. Okay, that one's kind of that one's kind of random. But this is so sad. <laughs> you're doing so good. And then you fell so far. Wow. I'm going to the stork club and now this hunter, not, or not hunter, <laughs> but Valkyrie's scrapper numbers. Those are, those are going to keep me up at night. You'll never forget them now. Well, I already forgot the number. Was it like 142? Yeah. Okay. Never mind. I didn't forget. I just lied. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, well, now's your chance to get back at me to stump me because we're going to do a quick round of truth or truth. Oh, good. Good old truth or truth. I can start off if you're ready. Classic truth or truth. Yeah, I'm ready for you to start. Sweet. Okay. Would you rather be televised worldwide singing a song or dancing a dance? Like, everyone would watch it. Mm. Um, dancing a dance because oh. if you're a bad singer and you get televised worldwide then nobody is gonna like actually like your singing you're just gonna get roasted and just destroyed <laughs> but if you're a bad dancer and you get televised like you could you could turn into a meme you know like that's true it could be one of those things where it's like not everyone hates you and you can have like an iconic dance you could do that's something dumb and that's a good point. Like pull a Drake hotline bling type thing. Exactly. You know, it's a, it was a dumb dance, but you know, you can no, probably I was, still sleep at night. That is a good answer. I didn't even think about that. Okay. Whew. That was a, 
that's a that's a tricky one. All right. Um, I don't think I've already asked you this one, but would you rather give up social media or eat the same dinner for the rest of your life? I'd give up social media. Like, I don't know. I, I already see it as something that I need less of. Like, I already have that. Mm-hmm. That idea of like, oh, I should be doing this less. And so it would force me into doing something that would be better for me. Whereas like dinner, like, I don't know. That's the, that's a big thing. Like every single, I don't know. Just yeah. every I mean, day. Dinner is only one meal though. So you could still have whatever you want for the other meals. That's true. But I don't know. Have you ever had like, I know for a long time I was having Kraft mac and cheese every night. And obviously that's, that's not the best choice, but like <laughs> at first I was like, this stuff slaps. And then later on, I'm like, Oh, this stuff again, I guess I'll get through it. But here's the other problem is there's no, there's no healthy way uh, to say social media. <laughs> if you yeah. say social media, it immediately makes it sound like you're like addicted. You can't live without it. Like, yeah, that's true. I mean, if you had like, a company that relied on you as a social media, like, uh, I don't even know what they call those positions, but somebody that uses social media for your job, like that would make sense, I guess. But mm-hmm. besides that, like who I am, yeah, it would just be not a good answer. Yeah. No, that's a, that's, that's a, that's a good point. That's, that's something I hadn't thought about. All right, we're just we're, we're we're going through it. We're going through the the points this week. We're probably gonna have a little bit of a shorter episode than normal, but that's that's all good. Um, coming up next, we have top essential playlist. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. This week, I've kind of been going back and forth from like songs that are relevant to top and our past and the boys trip and all that stuff. Um, and then to other songs that I think would be cool to add and whatever. And this week, it's one of those songs that has no relationship to top, but it can, and it will, I hope. Um, it's called Willie's Song by Raylan Baxter. That's a song I have had on repeat for the past little bit. It's just, it's good. Whenever it comes on, I just can't skip it. Even if I've heard it 30 times in a week. I don't know if I've heard that song. I'll have to check it out once it's on the playlist. Yeah. Yeah, well, true to form with you this week, I'm also selecting a song that doesn't really have any significance for us. Um, song I chose this week is a song that I really like a lot. I've listened to for a couple of years now, but I really enjoy it. It's uh, The Wolves and the Ravens by Rogue Valley. I think I know that one. I can't like think of the tune right now, but I think... If you if you heard it, you'd recognize it, I'm sure. Yeah. If I remember correctly, it's a good one. So glad to have it on the playlist. Oh, it's a it's 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 a bop and a half, you know. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. So. Yeah, you have anything else you want to talk about music or the playlist in general? Well, I just want to say our playlist is officially over half an hour now. So. Oh, so that's a. That's a milestone. Mm-hmm. If you need to drive 30 minutes, uh huh. Put, put it on, you know. 
Yeah, this is, this is what you work, need. Work right out for you, you know? All right, all right, all right. Um, I think that's good for that. We're just, we're, we're, we're going, we're going through this week. We're just, you know, we're, we're knocking it down like homework. <laughs> that's good. Because mm-hmm. we wanted to put a little bit more time to talk about our weekly film talk where, you know, we'll probably spend the majority of the podcast today discussing. So you want to, do you want to start us off? Yeah. Sure. So we wanted to start off just talking about, and this is this is a little bit old. I guess we took a week off last week and it was announced even the week before that. We were going to talk about it, but we were running out of time. Mm-hmm. So this is this is like three week old news by this point, but it's still relevant. It's still the season. So and you haven't heard us talk about it yet. That's true. So you haven't heard have our. You, have you really heard about it? If you haven't heard <laughs> us talk about it, you know? such a good point. Our takes will be game changing. The, the only takes that matter. Uh huh. So true. Except that I haven't watched many of the movies that have been nominated <laughs> that have been nominated for the Oscars. So we're going to talk so about the I, Oscar so nominations. When I tell you, when I tell you that Best Picture should be the only movie on the list I've seen, <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, I'm telling the truth. Mm-hmm. No, um, wait. Have you seen one of the Best Picture nominations? I'm trying to. I've seen, I've, I've seen Dune. Oh, I I started watching that on a plane, which I guess it probably needs a bigger screen but oh yeah i stopped watching after like a little bit i just couldn't get into it um and probably one of the benefits of watching in the theaters it's one of those movies that you kind of just need to like be forced to kind of sit and watch and that's a bad that's that's kind of a bad thing to say about a movie <laughs> but it, it is one of those movies where it it felt very new it felt very different. It felt very fresh. The cinematography was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it looked beautiful from the little bit that I saw. So I'll give I'll give it that. Yeah, it's one of those movies where, like, when you, after you watch it, you'll feel like not a lot happened. But then if you like talk to someone and start going over like plot points, it'd be like, oh well, a lot, a lot did happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's a very like geopolitical kind of like sci-fi movie. So it's a lot of like inner dialogue and like political motivators and stuff. Some of it's kind of hard to pick up on, but I enjoyed it. Um, That's good. I'm glad glad uh, one of us, half of Top, enjoyed it. So you haven't you haven't seen any of the best pictures? <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see. Belfast, no. Coda, no. Don't look up. Share my card, Dune, King Richard. I've been meaning to watch. Don't look up. I've been uh, meaning to watch. I think the power of the dog. I think that's on Netflix. That's that's another one. Uh, don't I mean, maybe 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 we should do some homework. Maybe. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we can talk about. I think there is there are some categories we can talk a little bit about more than best picture because uh-huh. as as we have just um, exposed ourselves, we are not <laughs> currently in a good place to talk about best picture. Um, yeah, so maybe we'll skip that for now. Yeah. Well, just like overall Oscar, I think we can talk about maybe animated. I know I've watched a lot of the best animated feature. Let me talk about who I think is going to win. And let me tell you who I think should win. And it might be different than what you're expecting. I'm I'm intrigued. Because I've heard there's one of these on here that I haven't seen. And I know a lot of people are 
thinking could be the underdog because it's kind of like the same style as uh, Into the Spider-Verse in terms of animation. But I think the winner for Best Animated Feature is going to be Encanto. Um, I feel like that's what is going to win. What I think should win um, is Luca. I was I have the same exact thoughts. Like Really? Yeah, I was thinking... I, I wasn't sure what you're going to say, but I was thinking Encanto will probably win. Luca, deserve, I think, deserves to win. I really like Luca. Um, Here's the thing about... Yeah, here, I've got something else to say, but the thing about Encanto is Encanto was beautifully animated, you know, classic Disney. Um, but the animation of Luca made me feel things, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it was just such... It was, it, was, it was leagues ahead of Encanto in terms of visual storytelling. Um... And Kanto is good in descriptive storytelling and musical, musically driven storytelling. But Luca had amazing visual storytelling. The water was fantastic. Um, they did such a good job of making like the characters kind of like, they almost feel like claymation, but like yet so detailed. I don't even know how to like. Yeah. It's It was just hard to explain. It was just, yeah. No, I, I totally, I, thought... I totally agree with you. Um, I don't know. I could go on about Luca and Pixar as a whole. I just, I'm a big fan of Pixar. I think they're able to do something that no other company has ever been able to do. And that's, especially as an animated company, like produce original movies that aren't just movie number one, number two, number three. Obviously, they have like the Cars movies and they have mm-hmm. Toy Story. But even those ones, besides the Cars, I guess with Toy Story, like even though there's four movies, they're all unique in their own way. And they're all yeah. like really well done, and it's it's crazy to me that they're able to continually do that. Um, but yeah, we could we could talk about. Well, what do you want to do? Do you want to talk about Pixar? Oh, we can talk about it later if we want. Well, I wanted to bring up one of the ones that because I, I I had a different underdog in mind, and that was the Mitchells versus the Machines. Mm-hmm. That's a movie I didn't see. Um, I saw trailers for when it came out, when it was coming out, and it looked um, very uninteresting. I, I saw trailers, and I was immediately like, "Yeah, this is a movie I have zero interest to see." Um, it came out, and everyone was like, "Hey, this movie was actually incredible. Um, this movie was really good. You should go see it." Um, I'm sure they thought that. I still, I'm still not interested in watching it. It's the same thing. Did you hear any of the things about Sing Two that just came out? No, I haven't heard about Sing 2. Oh my gosh. So first of all, it's by Illumination, and I hate just about anything that Illumination makes. But Sing 2 came out, and Sing is the my least favorite thing from Illumination. And I heard so many people saying that it was an incredible movie, and I was like, I'm just going to have to disagree with you. I, I, I haven't seen it. I'm just going to disagree. I'm gonna, <laughs> just going to disagree. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't really been a fan of what Illumination's done. I mean, maybe the original Despicable Me, but even that I, kind of I'm got gonna, I'm, overworked yeah, I'm too. Say, I like the original Despicable Me. I hate what they did with the Minions. Uh, they took a good, creative, original idea and just drove it into the ground at mm-hmm. supersonic speed. Like yeah. I've never, I've never seen them turn something that was so like beloved and original and turn into something so hated. Well, I think that so quick. that even emphasizes the point further of how amazing Pixar is, where they're able to do something that is so well received, 
And yes, sometimes they come out with like Finding Dory or Monsters University, but even those aren't as bad as like I still enjoy those movies, but they're not they're not even close to Despicable Me Three or like Minions yeah, or whatever but, they're doing. But Pixar will introduce really creative like characters or like concepts and people will love it and then they'll just never visit it again. They'll just do new stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that just shows their their respect and their care for the art rather than just being in it for the money, which obviously they're still a business, so they do care about the money, but they're able to do it in a way that they don't compromise their art. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I was just doing a quick Google search, but looks like we're getting a, a Despicable Me 4 in oh 20... It, it's not till 2024, but still, like... You have four movies of that, you have... I don't know how many have they done multiple minions movies or is there just one? They've done two. No. They've done two. Mm-hmm. And when the first let me see this despicable me. Twenty ten. Twenty ten. So it had to have been early, early, because I remember the very first memes like ever introduced on the internet were like minion memes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Yeah, okay, so twenty ten, the first one came out. That was successful, so they decided to do a second one three years later. That still made a lot of money, and so they decided to make Minions two years later, Despicable Me two years later, Rise of Gru. Um, the pandemic pushed that off a little bit because that came out, or is that coming out? 2022? I think it already came out, but it just nobody really paid attention to it. Yeah. Um, and so it just shows the difference between a company like illumination and a company like pixar where illumination is completely reactive to what the the money is saying whereas pixar you know they're coming out this year they're coming out with um turning red and they're coming out with lightyear which yes lightyear is like tied to toy story but it's still its own thing it's not just like a buzz lightyear spinoff but it's Mm -hmm. It's it's interesting what they're doing there. So I I love uh, Pixar for that. Oh yeah. No, I think it's it's very inventive. Um, yeah, but I, yeah. well, do you I have do you have fun. yeah do you have more to talk about on Pixar or should we go back to Oscars specific? I think we should go to the next category because I could talk about Pixar all day. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say. In this, we'll make sure that this doesn't go into a side tangent because we could go on this point that I'm about to bring up very, probably very in depth. But I think right now Disney is trying to push their animation studio like to the forefront compared to Pixar. They're, it seems like they're pulling back on Pixar a little bit for some reason. Which, yeah, you know, if you look at streaming, like they just announced Turning Red's going to be streaming only. They did that to Soul, I guess, was like earlier in the pandemic but they did it they did it to luca they've done it to all the pixar films and i saw something where you know pixar people were very upset about it just Mm because they spent so much time working on it and yeah and then you look at you look at disney's animated stuff like encanto and ryan the last dragon and unless i'm wrong like those both released in theaters no problem and they really are promoting those and so i'm sure they're doing a bigger push for encanto to with kind of the vi- the buzz going around right now, I'm sure they're b- doing a bigger push for that movie and the Oscars right now than Luca, which I think Luca deserves it more. 
Yeah, it's just Disney animated movies also have a very different vibe than mm-hmm. Pixar. Yeah, yeah. I think what you said sums it up really well. Where even just the visuals, you're able to feel the emotion, and the story is able to progress a lot better just by. I don't know. It's it's just yeah, a, it's just good storytelling. I liked Encanto a lot, but I do think it's a movie that, regardless of how recently it came out, I do feel like it already suffers from uh, clouded nostalgia. I feel like so many people look at this movie through nostalgia glasses and they just can't look past it. Like, I I think Luca was better was better animation, and people will ignore that because they'll be like oh but Encanto had that one song I really liked it's like okay well that's not what that's not what's at stake here you know mm-hmm. and I think sorry to keep going on on this topic but like no, Pixar Pixar is really good with um making their stuff really character driven which I think resonates mm-hmm. a lot better than Disney animated movies and other animated movies generally tend to have like more story driven which it can be entertaining. Like I, I liked Encanto. I liked Ryan the Last Dragon, um, but both of those, I didn't feel the character change as much as I did in Luca. Where in Luca, you know, it's a whole journey for multiple characters. You, you just see this transition, and it's a lot. It resonates a lot better with people, or at least more truly, I guess. Yeah. No, one hundred percent. Um. Yeah, but we can talk about that forever. And we, we will talk about it a little bit more because I want to talk about Encanto again because the next category I want to talk about is Best Original Score. Um, Encanto is also nominated for this. There's some other ones I haven't seen, so I can't really talk about. The only two I know are Encanto and Dune. Um, Dune had a really good soundtrack. It was Hans Zimmer. Um, I do think Encanto is going to win that. I don't think... Dune stands a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is just kind of sad because I feel like soundtrack wise, you can put just as much, if not more, work into developing a soundtrack than another movie. But if the other movie has lyrical bits in their soundtrack, well, well, it immediately gets well, a. So there, there is a difference because there's original score and there's original song, and so the original score is by Jermaine Franco for Encanto, and so that's oh, and it's the, just the music. That's just the score, which is just the background music and the music. And um, if they had an original like soundtrack category, that would be the lyrical songs. And so okay, it's kind of like in that, um, in that case, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's like if you, if you think about the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, you have this soundtrack, which would be the the music on the Walkman, but then you have the score, which is the dun 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 dun. dun. Yep. You know. So. Yeah. I, okay. I, I rescind my statement. Yeah, I can't really remember Encanto's. Well, I I do. It was kind of like a Latin tropical type beat mm-hmm. in the background. Um. But I haven't seen the other ones. I only saw the first 30, 40 minutes of Dune. Um, so I can't really talk about the others or this category as a whole, honestly. Yeah. Well, let's get into the real category we want to talk about. I'm just going to skip over a bunch of these. Uh, original screenplay, I don't have anything to say about. Cinematography, I don't have anything to say about. Actually, except for Dune, had good cinematography. 
foreign film. Another thing I don't have anything to say about, but I want to talk about best visual effects. Yes, I feel like this is this is one of the categories that we can have. I don't know. We can actually. I've seen four out of the five in this. Me category, too. So. Oh, I guess no. Actually, I've seen three and a third. Yeah. Out of the out of the five, um, which the one that I haven't seen is No Time to Die. I haven't really watched Bond movies since. I can't remember. They all I they all blend this. together. I've only seen Spectre, I think, actually. I think it's the only Bond movie I've ever seen. I think I watched Skyfall. I heard that one was really good. That one was good. It's just, I guess I'm not, like, super big into the into the spy category. But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe if No Time to Die is on a plane sometime, I might watch it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so of the... Th- of the other four, um, I don't know about Free Guy. Free Guy had a lot of special or a lot of visual effects. I don't know if they were all like super good, but it was also not a really hindrance to the movie because it's all set within a video game, so it all kind of looks mm-hmm. like bad CGI. So I don't really know how to feel about it, you know. Yeah, that one surprises me that it's a nomination, but it makes some sense. Like, kind of like you said, a lot of visual effects in it. Yeah, yeah. I personally don't think that one will win, or I don't think it should win. But I can, I, I understand why it's why it was nominated. And I don't think No Time to Die will win either. I haven't seen it, but I just, based on the style of movie, I'm gonna go on a limb and say that it doesn't have enough to put it over the top. mm Hmm. And I, I mean, I've seen a lot of shots from Dune. You'd be better to speak on it. From my limited knowledge, I would say that Dune's more cinematography looks bit more like that's what they're doing so well rather than visual effects. Is that true? Uh, mostly true. They do have a couple of really cool visual effects shots, especially with like the sandworms and stuff. Oh yeah. Okay. Those are very impressive. But mm-hmm. I think it's really, I think it really is between Dune, Spider Man, and Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. So which take, taking Dune out of the equation, yeah, which do you think is better than the other, Spider Man or Shang Chi? This is a hard one, and like, I mean, mm-hmm. you heard me a few weeks ago. I was saying I think Eternals deserves it more than these two movies did. Eternals didn't get nominated for anything. I was yeah. surprised. That one surprised me. Like I could have seen maybe set design or visual effects or one of the technical I think categories. Eternals Eternals deserved a visual effects spot mm-hmm. more than Free Guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think Eternals would have been my pick if it was on here, but it's not my pick because it's not on here. So, between Shang Chi and that's a hard one because I think Shang Chi's world building, like the backgrounds and the settings and everything are beautiful like i think they're a lot more beautiful than the spider-man ones were because spider-man spider-man was kind of like oh yeah you're in new york um shang chi is like you're in this you're in taolo or yeah taolo right Mm -hmm. um plus just like the china everything like but then my, my problem is I really liked all the mythical creatures, like the Chinese mythical creatures that they had, and I understand why they had them and stuff. I just feel like they could have done those better. And like Morris, Morris, 
I don't here's know. The, here's the kicker, though, is I feel like visual effects are dependent on one crucial scene that puts it over the top. So I think you can look at Spider-Man and Shang-Chi as holes. And if you look at it as a whole, I think it is a quantity versus quality thing. I think Shang-Chi might have better quality in some places, but Spider-Man has a lot more quality. But I think the main visual effects scene that got Spider-Man the nomination is the mirror dimension scene. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because that was a really cool um, just, you know, sequence. And I'm sure when Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness comes out, it's going to get its own nomination because Doctor Strange movies always push the bar visually. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, besides besides the mirror dimension it was kind of like an average like there wasn't there were i mean the the special effects were amazing the visual effects were amazing but mm-hmm. there wasn't like anything that stood out more than other marvel movies so i guess it would probably be mainly the mirror dimension would be what pushes it into this category that's a hard one for me cuz yeah if i was to take if i was to take morris and the other like creatures and take them out of consideration i would give it to shang chi in a heartbeat um or if you're to i don't know work them a little bit better the, give it to them the scene at the end with the great protector and the what's the name of like the nightmare dragon uh the dweller in darkness dweller in darkness that is a very impressive mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean i don't know that's that's one that you know, it's just going to be wait and see. I want to say that Spider-Man's not going to win. Just because mm-hmm. I feel like... I don't know. It just, it just seems too good to be true. I do yeah. think there's a little bit of bias in the Oscars. Yeah. The, the, are you talking about the, the superhero bias where they... Yep. I yep. feel like even if it is the best, I feel like they might just be like, well, it's just a Spider-Man movie. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I am thinking that Dune has a chance of sweeping the Oscars just because it's in every category. Well, here's here's what I would say about that. And not watching Dune, but hearing other like film pundits pundits talk about it is the fact that let's see. The director of Dune, what was his name? Remember him? Um Dennis Willingham or something? Yeah, he wasn't an, he wasn't nominated for directing, which I think only once in history has a movie won best picture and not won or and not been nominated for best director. And that was like um well, Ben Affleck for for Fargo. And those are yeah. And those are those are very tied together categories where generally the best director a lot of the time will end up being best um best picture. And then Along with that, best actor. If you don't have a best director, I, I don't have the stats off the top of my head, but when you don't have a best director, it's much less likely for a movie mm-hmm. to win best actor or best yeah, actress. And I, and I need to correct myself. It was a uh, Dennis Villeneuve. 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 Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I also need to correct what i said about um sweeping the oscars i don't think they'll win every category i just think they will win a lot Mm. and the last one i wanted to talk about is best costume design unless there's another one you want to talk about but 
Um, best costume design. I just wanted to say I haven't seen the movie, but just based on the trailers, I feel like Cruella deserves to win that. Oh, you haven't seen Cruella? I haven't seen Cruella. Really? I've, I've seen it twice. I liked it. Um, but yeah, the costume design, I think the costume design is really great. I think especially when their entire production set in a different time period, like that's when the costume design really comes to shine because you got to make sure everybody's looking like they're from that time. And so Cruella did that. West Side Story did that. Um, Mm -hmm. I think Nightmare Alley's set in a different time, unless I'm mistaken. I don't know much about that movie. Yeah, is there any other uh, categories that you wanted to talk about? No, but there is... There's something that they announced was okay. This is, this has been a long time coming, but a few years ago, they were talking about introducing a popular film. Well, unless you had another like actual category you want to talk about. No. Okay. So a few years ago, they were talking about introducing a popular film category and that was met with a lot of controversy because basically what they would be saying would be, Oh, because Infinity War or Endgame or Spider-Man No Way Home or whatever popular movie, quote-unquote popular movies, nominated for that category, they would probably automatically lose their chance to be nominated for Best Picture, which that's sort of what happened when they introduced the Best Animated Movie. Um, They just wanted to separate it so that their quote-unquote Oscar films aren't going to be, you know, I don't know, but like you like you mentioned, they they do have it seems that they have a bias against like superhero movies and blockbusters for the most part. Mm-hmm. And so what they have announced is that they're I think they have like some voting thing on their website or something where you can put in the the title of your favorite movie of the year and they'll announce it at the Oscars, but it's not a real award and it's just kind of fan service. I don't know. I'm I'm not a oh. fan of it. Yeah, and I heard that that terrible Cinderella movie is currently in the lead, right? Which which Cinderella movie? The oh, the new one that just came out with uh, Camila Cabello, I think. Oh, I don't I don't know about and that James, one. And James Corden, and it was like a horrible movie, and everyone hated, it, but for some reason, it's winning the popular. Oh no. Pool. That's not good. Um, really, I haven't heard anything about that, but that's that's unfortunate. Yeah. Let me look it up. Yeah, I, I can't find anything for it. I just remember seeing... I remember seeing things. Oh, fan favorite category. Yeah, um... I don't know if I can see anything about it right now, but yeah, it's it is a weird thing. I don't I don't know if it's a necessary thing. I mean, I guess if they don't give an award, it's kind of inconsequential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I think it's mostly just a marketing thing that they're trying to have people come and oh look, we're talking about Spider Man No Way Home at the Oscars or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But. It's just been met with controversy. They just, I don't know. I don't, I don't have, I don't have a solution for them. Yeah. I think the Oscars do try to find ways to include movies that they 
don't want to um, acknowledge. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense, like they don't want to give blockbuster movies their spot as like uh, renowned like films or something. They just want to, but they wanted to put like at least name drop them so that the people feel respected mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. That reminds me, did you see, there was a quote from Tom Holland that got a little bit of controversy where he was talking about this, like, uh, this kind of, like, dissonance between superhero movies and, like, Oscar bait movies. And he was kind of talking about why he thinks that more Marvel movies deserve to win. And his his quote and his reasoning was basically saying, because he was combating some other, like, famous movie director who said that Marvel movies weren't cinema or something. Mm -hmm. And his quote was that he's like, look, I've worked on Marvel movies and I've worked on Oscar nominated movies. He's like the amount of work and effort and process for both of them is exactly the same. Mm -hmm. He's basically just like saying, he's like, he's like one is not more difficult. He's like, if anything, the Marvel movies are more difficult than the other ones. There's more, there's a lot more pressure they do a lot more like stunts and stuff. Like it's a lot harder of a task if anything, but it just doesn't get recognition because you know, it's like a Hollywood blockbuster. Yeah. And I, and and I think the reason that it doesn't get recognition is because the Oscars really like movies that are more thought provoking and maybe like tragically beautiful or something like that. Yeah. I, I haven't seen that quote, but I have definitely, definitely seen that argument. Like the whole, debate going on so good for him for sticking up yeah all right you have anything else you wanted to say about that uh i don't think so i think that's about it i'm all oscared out okay well that's all good do you want to start talking about the next thing yeah so our next category we're gonna do our top 10 t-a-w-p 10 in case anybody was wondering how you spell top um Mm -hmm. (laughs) but this is just our favorite movies of all time and we'll do five each and that will make 10 for those that are not good at math yes so so, yeah do you want to just go back we'll go back and forth if you want to start yeah okay so i'm just gonna get out of the way um could have included the whole trilogy but i am going to just put lord of the rings fellowship of the ring in my top five nice good good um yeah i i feel like i don't, <laughs> need to, <laughs> I don't feel like i need to explain much about that i've already mentioned it a couple times um nostalgic but also it holds up um, it's a very well done movie of the three i think it's the one i like the most probably not the most well done of the three Return of the King are obvious or arguably is just because of, you know, well, Oscars alone. I mean, it won 11. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, if I had to put I mean, one in my top five, I'll put the first one. It's a good choice. Good choice. Um, I think I'm similar with you where I could have put all my picks as Marvel movies, but I decided just to limit it myself to one. And so, mm-hmm. The only Marvel movie I'm going to be putting on here is Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Ooh, um, that's a good one. Yeah, that's if I was to pick one favorite Marvel movie, well, that question could go a lot of ways. But if I was the short answer, it would be this movie just because it's simpler. It's 
it's nostalgic for me because it was kind of like I don't know, 2014 was just a, a good time for my Marvel fandom. Um, and it, I don't know, it's clean. It's straightforward. It was well done. I liked it. So that is on the list. Well, speaking of 2014 and speaking of only picking one Marvel movie and speaking of uh, ones that you really liked, I'm hoping that the one I picked is the other one you were debating between. I'm not sure. The one Marvel movie I chose to include was Guardians of the Galaxy, the original. Yeah, I mean that would um, definitely that would definitely be in my debate for favorite Marvel movie. So good choice. Yeah, um, I think I thought that one was very fresh and very original when it first came out. Obviously, Marvel changed a lot of their style to accommodate more to the James Gunn kind of uh, irreverent like band of like misfits kind of like you know they, they kind of they're kind of doing it with thor now thor's kind of getting the gardens vibe but also that's taika waititi so you know it's a little bit different mm-hmm. but yeah i mean like not... just like space in general they're definitely going off that pattern as well you look at like mm-hmm. captain marvel they, like even yeah. captain marvel has a little bit of the vibe not too much but a lot of the technology it, is a crossover like it set the tone for the cosmic side of mm-hmm. the marvel universe and it's just a really fun movie. It's a good standalone. Um, I think it's hard to pick a favorite Marvel movie just because if you say like, oh, my favorite movie is uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, for example. Well, in order to show someone that movie, you have to show them like 12 other movies mm-hmm. to understand it. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, you don't need to watch a single other movie to understand it, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's a good. That's a good point. Which is, you know, what makes it good. It makes it something you can just easily recommend, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's my Marvel pick. Nice. Good good pick. Glad it's on the list. Um, my next pick, I could have gone three different ways in this franchise, but I chose just to stick to the first of this franchise, which is Pirates of the Caribbean, um, Curse of the Black Pearl. Ooh. That, that is a classic. Uh-huh. I, besides Marvel, I think Pirates is my favorite franchise. And I think undebatably the first three movies are the best. Most people will tell you that. Um, I don't hate the fourth and fifth as much as some people do, but they're definitely not on par with the first three. And out no. of the first three, you just got to go with the original. I, that's why that's my pick. I'm I'm gonna give an embarrassing truth. I've only seen the first and the third. Really? And the, the third one I watched when it came out, and the first one, I'm ashamed to admit it, I hadn't watched until about a year ago. It was the first time I watched Pirates of the Caribbean, or like the first one. That is crazy. Um, you got to get on that. Get on that Disney Plus grind. I know my my wife is shaking her head at me right now. <laughs> very very disappointed. That's good. She would she would concur with Pirates of the Caribbean as one of your favorite franchises oh good yeah that's a good pick um my next one to kind of push it out of the franchise bubble i'm gonna go with uh whiplash really like is that the that's the drumming one mm-hmm that's the oh my gosh why can't i Mal- remember miles teller oh, miles teller miles yeah. teller and uh jk simmons. simmons yeah um that is a movie that takes place almost entirely within a band recording studio um, 80% of the movie is him practicing drumming. Um, not a lot happens, 
And yet I've never been more glued to my seat than I've been in a movie that I can remember. Like, it's incredible how much they make you care about something that I do not care about at all. You know, like, not really that big into drumming, but yet you watch it and it's just, it's just such a character drama. It's only really two characters the whole time. J.K. Simmons is, he's terrifying, but just brilliant. I, yeah, I put that in my top five easily. It's, it's incredible. It's a little hard. It's hard to watch just because it's intense. It's not violent. There's a lot of language, but uh, yeah, that that's a movie I still think about. Nice. That's a good pick. That's uh, not one I would expect, but I'm glad it's on there. So we have a little bit of variety. I'm trying, um, I'm trying to branch out my movie taste a little bit. That's good. That's good. I watched, I don't think I finished that one, but I, I was watching it. And then I think it was on a plane as well. And then the, the plane landed. So I wasn't able to finish it, but it was I definitely, was I liked it. Back. It yeah. has one of the best, it, it has a very, very good ending. Uh, not often do I finish a movie and I find myself just like smiling, but that was a movie that finished and I was like, okay, yeah, I liked that. Nice. I'll have to, I'll have to get back to it. I'll have to find a way to watch it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Good pick. Um, my next pick is Life is Beautiful. Um, Ooh, that, that, that's one I was debating. That's, <laughs> that's usually if I'm barring Marvel movies, that's the one I'll tell people is my favorite movie of all time. Um, it's just, it's beautiful. That from a, from film lit, right? I think that was, I watched it a while ago and then I think that reminded me of how much, how good of a film it was. And then because of that class, I ended up like buying it on Blu-ray and I've watched it a few mm, times for, since then. Yeah. For backstory, that was a class that Tom and I were in together in high school. We just watched a bunch of like really classic films and, that's where, like, I got a lot of, like, we watched a lot of really good movies in that class. I just remember, I don't remember watching a movie in that class I didn't like. Mm-hmm. It was good. There was a good selection. Um, oh, yeah. I liked it. Um, but that was that was the one that I really took out as, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's a beautiful movie. Like, the title says, it's it's really sad. It's funny. It's It's just, like, everything. It's really character-driven. It's got a lot of heart so that's my pick my next pick yeah it's kind of one of those movies you just kind of have to see for yourself it's a it's just a very it makes you feel a very specific way you know it's a very interesting way to tell the story of the holocaust but i think it's very effective mm-hmm. and it's yeah it's it's beautiful life yeah. is beautiful is beautiful so true yeah um for my next pick, um, I know that this movie is pretty overrated, but I really like it. I keep going back to it. I'm go with La La Land. Nice. I was thinking about that one. Um, I, I personally probably wouldn't put it on mine, but I was thinking like it's it's well done. It's a good movie. It was entertaining when I watched it. But do you want to elaborate on why you chose yeah, it? Yeah, I. Because I'm not a huge musical fan, so when I watch a musical that actually gets me invested, it's very, it's very rare. And, and I don't know. I think it's just the cinematography, the way that the movie is portrayed. It's just very like, there's a lot. I don't know. It's it's just a good movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Um, it's very artistic. <laughs> I remember, I think it was with our friend group. I always acted like we, I watched it, but I never watched it. Were you not there when we went to go see it with one of our other friends and she bought tickets for us all to go see it? And we were waiting for one of our other friends to come pick us up, but they were late. And so we got to the movie I thought we only missed the first five minutes. <laughs> then I went back and rewatched it like a year later, and I was like, we missed the first 30 minutes. What the heck? No, I was, I think because I was out of the, town. Oh, I remember we went to go see with a bunch of friends, and we walked in on the scene where she walks into the the bar or like the, the restaurant for the first time and sees him playing the piano. Mm-hmm. And he like brushes by her. And I thought that's just like right at the beginning of the movie. So that's like, <laughs> you missed like, two whole song numbers <laughs> yeah yeah definitely I no um i remember i remember you guys doing that um because i remember being invited to it as well but i was i can't remember where i was i think i might have been somewhere like seattle or something but i remember afterwards i acted like i saw it and so i'd like try to relate with all the conversations i don't know if i like fool everybody sounds like something you would do <laughs> but i eventually ended up watching it just last november um mm. because it's actually annalise's like favorite movie so my girlfriend's favorite movie um it's a good movie yeah and so we ended up watching it i liked it uh it was really well done good cinematography mm-hmm. um i feel like i had more to say about it but can't think right now so okay we'll good choice hit us for your next one yeah yeah so my next one is Hunt for the Wilder People, and oh, that's a good one. I'm glad it's you, a good one. Said that. It's a good one, and I was debating putting it on this list because it's become very—I don't know how to describe it. Like, it there was there was there's a Taika Waititi film that I was debating putting on my top five that I didn't. I think you know which one I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say it in case there's a chance it's your last one, but it's not. I. It might be in my honorable mentions, but I was gonna say I'd I'd put it in my honorable mentions. Yeah, Hunt for the Other People or the other type of film. Oh, uh, what we do in the shadows. Yeah, yeah, that's on my honorable mentions. Um, yeah, okay. But no, Hunt for the Other People, I love it. And I, if I'm just looking at the purely the movie, it's it's amazing. It's one of my favorites. But there is there was a time I think when we watched it, it was right before it really picked up steam. I think didn't we watch it before it got like super popular? Mm-hmm. Well, it didn't become popular until Taika Waititi became popular. Yeah. It didn't become popular until Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, okay, yeah. So we watched it back when it was, like, a smaller thing. And mm-hmm. I, and you I, and you got us into Taika Waititi before it became popular. That's something I'm kind of proud of. Like, yeah. We were we were on board of that. You know, and that's part of just, you know, you had that New Zealand pride. So anyone comes into New Zealand, you take note of. Yeah. But just, like, Flight of the Concords, we watched that as a friend group. We watched Hunt for the Wilder People and What We Do in the Shadows before Thor Ragnarok was even announced, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. And yeah, it's just, it's good stuff. I love I love his humor. Um, the movie itself was another really character-driven, like heartfelt, but funny and adventurous movie. Um, and it's just, it's always it's always funny to me because when people are like, oh, where, where's your name come from? I'll be like, oh, New Zealand. They're like, oh, do you know Hunt for the Wilder People? And I'm like, I remember back when nobody knew that movie and it was like the cool I movie. Know. Now all of a sudden it's 
oh look at this cool funny movie haha <laughs> here but part of the reason yeah. too why why i decided to put it on this list is because it's the first movie that annalise and i held hands watching so nice. it's it's got a little bit more um history with me now yeah i'm i'm kind of embarrassed to admit i didn't realize until <laughs> the new so the new jurassic world trailer came out during the super bowl sam neil oh my gosh i felt like an idiot it just hit me in the face i was like i had no clue that was the guy from jurassic park <laughs> i was like that's that's the guy like and i even watched like an episode of some new show that came on apple tv that he was in it and i didn't i still didn't recognize him as jurassic park i just it wasn't until i saw him in the movie i was like oh of course oh my mm -hmm. gosh yeah, and I mean, going along with the theme of earlier of movies that we haven't seen that we're kind of embarrassed that we haven't seen. I haven't seen Jurassic Park, so I haven't either. Um, but I did know it was him. I don't remember how I knew he was from Jurassic Park. Maybe somebody told me or something, but I, I didn't know that. Thing you know, like Jeff Goldblum. Everyone knows Jeff Goldblum is from Jurassic Park. Mm -hmm. But unless you have anything else to say, I'll get my I'll put my last pick out. No, I think go for your last pick, and then I'll go for my last pick. Okay, hopefully I'm not robbing you. I, I remember we both really like this movie. No, you're not going to rob right. me. I'm I'm sure you, ha you aren't. If you do, I'll be surprised. Now I kind of want to. I, <laughs> <laughs> I want to see if I can do it. Well, no, yeah, it's probably some movie I haven't watched. I'm going to put The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Okay, good thing you put that there, because I was... I forgot about that until we started talking. I was like, oh, I should have put that somewhere. But Yeah, no, I'm... That 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 goes on my top five. That movie, that's that's just one of those movies like La La Land where it's like I don't I can't quite explain why I like it, but I just do. You know, it's not the most eventful movie. It's not the most action packed movie, but it's hopeful. It's inspirational. It's beautifully shot. The soundtrack is incredible. The soundtrack is beyond incredible. I, my entire music taste is based off of the soundtrack. When I first heard it, I was like, okay. The, this this just perfectly encapsulated the kind of music I like, and so I just jumped off the deep end with you know all those songs. But mm -hmm. no, it's just it's just such a good, just simple, poetic, beautiful movie. You know? Yeah. No, I fully agree with you. Um, as far as that movie goes, like I just I can't find any other movies like it. Like it's just it's, it's underrated. I yeah. You know, some of the other movies. Like La La Land, I feel like is a little overrated. People are kind of, you know, hyped about it. Mm -hmm. But Whiplash and Walter Mitty, I'd put those as underrated. I don't see a lot of people talk about them. Yeah. Walter Mitty, it's just like, I can't describe it in any other word than just like adventure. Like it just breathes adventure. It makes me want to go adventure. It makes me want to travel it, the world. It, it breathes realistic adventure. Because, uh -huh. you know, there's, there's movies like The Lord of the Rings, you know. That's an adventure movie. But you don't sit there and go like, oh, I want to go like fight goblins in the mountains like no like that's not realistic you watch walter mini it's like he went on this like plane and went to like iceland and like yeah went well, to, like the himalayas and it's like that i could actually do that he's just mm -hmm. this normal guy who does it so it's like yeah yeah well I, I think that's part of it too is like there's the realistic aspect but then there's also like the motivation aspect where it's not just it's not just some adventure movie but it's an adventure movie that motivates me to want to be more adventurous and there's and the... there's no no other movie like that that i can find like i can't think of any other movie in the world that makes me want to adventure as much it's, as yeah 
and it's perfectly summarized in the the title of one of the tracks one of the songs is called step out Mm -hmm. and that that's a perfect way of you know encapsulating the message of the movie it's step outside you know just go do that crazy thing you were always too afraid to do and yeah i i love it it's him yeah i i I was worried you might put it on your list i i know it totally i know we we both talked about the movie a lot yeah it's yeah it totally slipped my mind until like 15 minutes ago or something so glad you had it honest i i come up with all these segment ideas and I do not prepare <laughs> until like the last minute. I was looking at it, it was like top five movies. I was like, oh shoot, I forgot to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I had this made last week and we decided to wait. And I was just, I don't know, I, I still didn't do it. <laughs> that's all good. As long as it comes together in the end, that's all that matters. It um, did come together. And I do feel like I, I got all the movies I wanted. A couple of honorable mentions would probably be, you know, what we do in the shadows. Uh, lion king you know maybe some others if i can think of them but you know yeah um and i think i have one more on my list that i haven't said yet oh i put i put rogue one as one of my own rogue one's good that's a good one Mm -hmm. Um, that might be my favorite star wars movie yeah i have to rewatch it but like thinking about it 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 might make it up there when i rewatch all the star wars movies to yeah. my number one but um oh okay sorry this is like a side tangent jumping back a little i said that there's one more thing i wanted to mention about la la land and i just barely remembered it but i something that people i don't know i've heard people that don't like the movie because they don't end up together in the end spoiler alert for a i don't know eight-year-old movie or, <laughs> yeah. i don't know how old it is um six-year-old maybe i don't know um, but anyway, people don't like that, and I think that's such a dumb reason to not like a movie. Thank be- you. Because they're making real life human decisions. Like, do you want to watch? Where... You want to watch robots, or do you want to watch actors, or or would you rather watch humans? Like, you can't hate a movie because of that. Like, see, and it's one of those endings where I remember walking out of the theater the first time and being heartbroken and being like, "Are you kidding me?" Like that's how it ends. And then the more I thought about it. The more I was like, "Oh, that was such a beautiful ending!" Like, just the way they cue up that last scene, the like the the memory sequence of like what their life could have been. Just like, oh, it's just you know, it makes you it makes you feel something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that would have been lost if they just you know ended up together. Yeah, I mean, it definitely it definitely like made me sad. Don't get me wrong, but um, yeah. it's it's just it's it's not a reason to dislike a movie. And I mean, a similar example to something like that in a movie is when star Lord, you know, punches Thanos and messes the whole plan up mm-hmm. and everything. People get mad at him for having human reactions and human emotions too. And I think that's so dumb. Don't hate the person or don't hate the movie because they are more realistic than, Oh, we're supposed to do this. Let me forget about all my feelings. Like that's just, I don't know. Anyway, I could go on and on about that, but yeah, but I think that's one of those important things is like you, what you want from a movie is you want a message. Mm-hmm. Movies like that, they give you a message, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I think, but yeah, yeah. One of the one of the things I could say about what makes a really good movie really good, and this is the case for almost all of my favorite movies, is the character driven 
nature of the movie and so you're gonna want characters that are acting like real people not 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 unrelatable people that have no emotions but mm-hmm. with all that out of the way my final pick is in the theme of adventure movies like unto secret life of walter mitty my final pick is mr bean's holiday oh my god I wish I, I, could you imagine if i said that if you did i'd be so surprised but um like all joking aside though obviously i know it's not the best made movie of all time or it's oh not oh my gosh it's such a fun movie oh uh-huh, it's it? yeah you can't it's... just have your the thing is something most people just have such boring top tens like on on tiktok on or like instagram i'll see just people post just like oh my top 10 movies of all time and it's like uh interstellar inception the dark knight uh like star wars back to the future and it's like you know, it's all these movies that are good, but it's just like, it's just so boring. Like, switch it up. Like, mm-hmm. or to put like Joker or Shutter Island or Goodfellas or like all these movies that like, yeah, are like, they are legitimately really good movies. But like, well, I guess take it from us, our top ten list. Like, it's a pretty good mix, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was purposely looking for a variety, like. Life mm-hmm. is Beautiful is very different from Captain America the Winter Soldier. And Hunt for the Wilder People is very different from Pirates of the Caribbean. And so... Maybe but, we'll... Yeah. We, we, should, <clears throat> we should make a list of that somewhere. We should make a list of our top ten. And maybe, like, have a link to it if we can figure out how to get, like, a... Maybe we can figure out how to do, like, a website in the future or something. Yeah. Definitely. I took an information system class last semester and I learned how to do HTML, but I... Hey, like I'm doing an HTML class right now. <laughs> I hate HTML so much. Oh, I like it. I mean, okay, it was fun, but my final project was just the worst. Anyway, uh, but Mr. Bean's Holiday, part of the reason I picked it is it's a movie that, like, my family adopted. Like, we just watch it all the time growing up, and so it has that nostalgia factor to me, but it also... Like, it does have a, that adventure aspect to it where, you know, he's going around Europe trying to reunite this kid with his father and everything. Like, it's it's fun. It's mm-hmm. and, and it's funny. It's, I don't know. So I put that there in the the top 10. Um, but my honorable mentions were along the, <laughs> along the nostalgia train, which probably, this one probably doesn't deserve it. But in my honorable mentions is Madagascar 2. <laughs> that one just that, that just has a lot of inside oh, jokes and, and anyway um creed is there what we do in the shadows was on my honor world mentions creed um i don't know how i would put actually i never mind i can't say that i haven't seen the first creed but i would put creed 2 on my honorable mentions i yeah. really liked creed 2 creed 2 is super good too which is like obviously i'm happy about that i would I'd probably also put that potentially if I wanted to expand my honorable mentions, I'd put Creed 2. But Fantastic Mr. Fox is also my honorable mentions. Yes. Um, Aladdin, both the live action and the original like animated one from Disney is there. You've got a much more extensive honorable mentions than I do. I only <laughs> got two and I couldn't think of any more. <laughs> and then the live action Jungle Book actually too, um, I'd put in my honorable mentions. So. See, I'm I'm trying to write down them all right now, so my brain can't think. Are you writing mine down? Yeah, I'll just copy. Oh, um, yeah, I'll, just put, I'll put this at the bottom of this doc so you can see it. Oops. 
Um, but yeah, do you have anything else to say about that segment? Um, I don't know. We had another thing we want to do. We're kind of pushing an hour and five. I don't know if you want to do it or if you want to like. I think we could save week. it. I think we could save it for next week. I have a lot to say about it. Okay. But yeah, um, we'll just finish typing this list up and hopefully get it somewhere accessible for all of you great listeners out there. But that's about it for the show, unless you have any last-minute things you'd like to say. Um, I'll stop typing and actually focus. <laughs> uh, no, I think that's it for this week. Uh, that was... That was a much more fun section than I thought it would be, the top 10. I thought we might just mm-hmm. like, list it off really quick and be one and done, but I actually had a really fun time talking about that. I think that's actually a really good film list. I'd, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd recommend every movie on that list, even yeah. the ones you did. So. Oh, that's good. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. No, um, I like this. We could honestly make this like our own, a new segment, just top 10. We could just rank different things. Yeah, top t- yeah, I mean, that could just be its own segment. Top so do don't top, don't be surprised. Top ten, top ten muffin flavors. So true. Blueberry, chocolate, um, poppy seed, definitely up there. Uh, what's that freaking Costco one? Uh, the like the crumble one. Oh, I know that one. Yeah, I can't think of what it's called right now, but <laughs> um, it's like streusel. Yeah, it's it's good. Is what I know. But, yeah, no, don't be surprised if this segment shows back up if we rank some more top. Yeah, I had a fun time. I might, I might, uh, we might bring it back. Yeah, there's a lot of things we can rank out there. So we could even be more specific. We could be like top 10 blockbuster movies, top 10 lesser known movies, or I don't know. We, the possibilities are endless. Top 10 horror movies because we've both seen so many horror movies. <laughs> so true. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> We could do like a comedy movie. We could recommend some like good comedies. We could, but honestly, I was just thinking oh. about how many comedy movies I don't like. And... Yeah, I was thinking about that, but I just realized top ten TV shows. Yeah, like that could be good. I'm not besides the Marvel stuff and Star Wars stuff, I'm not too into TV though. Really? I have a few I have a few shows I could recommend, but I don't know yeah. if I'd be able to do a top five. It might just be five shows that I've watched. <laughs> That's fair. Um, but no, we could we could give that a try though. I'm sure I could think of, think up some things. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that was fun. Uh, as you may have noticed, we're wrapping it up without a weekly rendition of Top Beats Everything. It turns out that for two broke college students, <laughs> it's hard to find something we can both eat every week. So we also don't do we, – we, we, we plan these out. We have scripts. We have, you know, outlines. But we also don't really talk about it until the day of, if not the hour of. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so sometimes it is hard. So we're going to not do Top Eats Everything this week. Um, but, you know, it is a segment, so it could be recurring. But, yeah, we'll try to keep it fresh. We'll try to do new things. Um, try to keep it interesting. Thanks for listening. This has been episode five. You got anything, any parting remarks? If I was to rank all of you listeners out there, I'd put you in my top 10. 
we only have eight active. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Wait, so that means they all go in. They're, yeah. they're all in the top ten. That's good. And then two other spots for some other random people. So the next two people <laughs> to listen <laughs> to the podcast are automatically oh, actually, let me check the stats right now. We gotta let me see. Yeah, it says our estimated audience is eight. We've had two unique listeners in the last seven days and 32 played all time. Nice. Yeah. So two, the next two people who listen, you're in, the, you're in our top 10. And years from now, when we're, oh, we're a very, very successful podcast and we definitely haven't quit, <laughs> you'll be able to say, oh, I was in the original top 10. But yeah, I think that's it for me. Uh, thanks again for listening. I've been your host, Aiden Pocock, the AP of Top. And I have been Tomo Wihongi, the TW of Top.